I'm excited because <laughs> do you remember a few weeks ago when I was texting you at 4 a.m. about Lindsay Lohan lyrics? Again, I don't remember Again. anymore because they all blur together now. Well, it reminded me of the year that we made a bet that she could stay out of trouble for a whole year. Would I have agreed to that? You definitely did agree <laughs> to that. And I lost like a couple months into the bet and you made me take you to Red Lobster. Okay, now that sounds more reasonable. Like that actually sounds exactly like something I would do. <laughs> and it was the last time I've ever been to a Red Lobster. And I've been thinking about that for weeks. I mean, have you ever even been to a Chili's without me? Honestly. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello. Wait, can I do that again? <laughs> Whoa. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two 30-something best friends are you over pop music. Every episode, we come up with a new theme. Each of us will bring songs to the table and we'll pick our five best songs from that list. And this week, I was the one who chose. We take turns choosing the theme and I picked the theme Creepy Love Songs, Ooh. which I'm so excited about. I had too many. <laughs> I had too many. I also had major conflicts with myself about the true definition of this theme because I had some that sounded creepy, but maybe weren't in lyrics wise and some that were lyrically creepy, but sounded more upbeat or something. So I really have just a mixed bag of songs today. And that's one thing I noticed when I reached out to people I know to hear their suggestions is that for some of them, a creepy song was in the lyrics. And for others, it was about the music and the background and the mood that that set. But for me, I was really thinking songs that maybe are about stalking mm -hmm. or the lyrics are really dark in general. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But more specifically for this week, it has to be a love song. And that was the hardest part of this challenge, making sure that it was about a love song. Because you know that thing that you can do where you can just convince yourself that something is when you want it to be badly enough? Right. I could just look at the lyrics of something be like it's kind of about this little aspect of love so i could say it's a love song so i really had to struggle with that part of this challenge yeah understandable but i think the fact that it could be interpreted more openly makes it more fun true i think we're really gonna have a wide range of songs and i'm excited i'm drinking yesterday morning's coffee reheated is that bad are you okay <laughs> are you okay <laughs> What? How busy are you today that you couldn't fill up a water container and make new coffee? I felt guilty about throwing it out because there was so much left yesterday. <laughs> I didn't want it to go to waste. Erin, okay, how did you heat it up? In the microwave? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, Erin. I just, I brewed a pot of coffee yesterday and then... Instead of drinking it, I decided to just take a nap instead, and I hated to see it all go to waste. So <laughs> here we are. Well, I guess you got to live your life the way you want. It's just a shame it's this way. 
Okay, more importantly, I have a bone to pick with you about episode three, Misheard Lyrics. Oh. It's really more of a bone to pick with myself, but I totally disagree with the top five list that we ended up with in the <gasps> end. You already disagree. Why? Because when I'm editing, I listen to everything five, 10, 30 times as I go through it. And the more I listen to it, the more I realize how much I really dislike the list that I agreed to. And I didn't want Rihanna, what's my name in the mix? And instead of Pussycat Dolls, I've got to do it. I wanted Pussycat Dolls when I grow up. I want to have boobies. You already want to amend the list. I want to argue about it. Yes, because I don't know why I agreed to you letting I hate this part right here by Pussycat Dolls when she says I've got to do it. She has to do it. That's not as funny as when I grow up, I want to have boobies. Okay, I'm looking over the contract we both signed before starting this podcast, and it does say all decisions are final once we stop the recording for that episode. So I don't know what you want to do here unless you want to go to court. Copy of that. Have your lawyer send mine copy of that. We'll do that. There is a processing fee for new copies, so if you'll just Venmo me that money, I can't believe you already are going back on your decisions. The only thing I can tell you is we're just gonna have to rehash it on a part two of Misheard Lyrics eventually. Yeah, and next time. I'm picking pussycat dolls when I grow up and I'm putting it on my list so I can argue for it. Wow. Well, you should have thought of it, I guess. Nobody even cares that Rihanna says the name Aaron in the beginning of What's My Name, except me, because my name is Aaron. But we're not making lists for everybody. We're making lists for us. Hey, speaking of Rihanna, she's, according to the news this week, officially a billionaire now. Woo! Not even from her music, but from From her makeup. Yeah, her makeup company. Deserves it. This just proves that she'll never give us new music. Yeah, exactly. And well, it's her makeup line and also her lingerie line. They're both Mm -hmm. really popular. Yeah. Who would have thought if you had told us, I don't know how many years ago when we first heard her that she was going to become this massive makeup and lingerie star. I wouldn't have believed it at all. No, but she's really found her niche and I don't blame her. I mean, she's making money. And she doesn't have to be on the road and on tour mm-hmm. 24-7. Mm-hmm. And anybody mm-hmm. that is a Rihanna fan knows how much she hated like touring and promoting. She tried to just right. kind of stay away from that. So yeah. yeah, makes sense. Love that for her. Congratulations. She deserves it. Okay. Well, are you ready for your list? I'm still <laughs> I'm still iffy about my list because I was changing things around last minute, but let's do it. We're just going to have to let you sneak in both <laughs> of your songs you were questioning. Yeah, we'll see. We make the rules. Yeah. That, it does say that in the contract as well. The reason I've been putting it off is because I'm nervous about my picks too. I have so many that would be a good choice for this. Well, but before, before we, we start, I need to know, Aaron, what's the probability of us having the same song? Out of my six finalists, I'm pretty sure that three of them probably made your final list as well. Three. I was going to say two from my whole list I thought would have made yours. Two of those surely have to be the same ones I'm talking about. All right. Well, let's just get into it. I'm excited to find out. And before we start, one more thing I forgot to mention. I'm only mentioning this because you probably didn't include it on your list. But when I think about creepy love songs, a really good example of that is I'll Be Watching You by The Police. Do you know that song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect example. Take. 
So it's supposed to be a love song, but if you really listen to the lyrics closely, you hear him say, every breath you take, you know, everything you do, I'm going to be watching you. I'm going to be watching you. What's yeah, up you can with really, that? You can really slow that down and put it in like a minor key and it just becomes real strange. Okay, my first pick is a song that I pretty much assumed would be on your list. It's a favorite of both of us. It's by Katie Malua, and it's called I'd Love to Kill You. Well, Erin, it's happened. This was on my list. Yes! This was <laughs> on my list. I knew I'd it. I'd love to kill you with a kiss. I'd like to strike you down with bliss. I'd like to tie you up in knots until you're I'd love to kill you with a glance. We have to decide like to what we do. Do I replace this song? I think that you get a replacement song for this one. Oh, man. Okay. I knew this was going to happen this week. I knew it. This, and this, this was one of the iconic. songs. Let's get into the song and then I'll think about my replacement. Okay. The song actually checks the boxes in both of the criteria that we said that this song could mm -hmm. be creepy because the actual music is creepy and eerie, particularly where she just sings no lyrics, but it's just kind of like this really melancholy ooh part. are creepy as well and it's about loving someone that you just hate so much but you can't help but love them yeah and she names all the ways that she would like to hurt this person and actually aside from the violent side of these lyrics i think they're really brilliant yeah the way that she just so kindly says all of these terrible things in this song really makes it extra creepy because the song is just so instrumental and she's just talking about wandering within your skin like ah you're right she sings these lyrics so tenderly and lovingly and it makes you stop for a second like wait what did she just say right you think it's just this beautiful song about love and you're like whoa 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 and actually the <laughs> lyrics are pretty violent but my favorite line in the whole song is near the end after she explains all the ways she would like to hurt the person that has hurt her she says i love to watch you in your sleep because you don't have power over me and when you're yeah. awake i'm undone under your spell in hell is the final line oh under in your hell spell too. in hell is the final line of the song which really just drives home how much she needs to get out right very weird song for her if you listen to the rest of this album that's true i didn't Love think it. of it that way i usually just listen to a few songs but the rest of the album is it's not a dark album mm -mm, at all i okay well it's finally happened we had the same one i put my replacement in we'll see i'm happy for you so this much. solves your problem well, kind of. I had like multiple songs that I wondered. So it might happen again that we have the same one. We'll see. Yeah, maybe your next song will be one that I wanted. Um, I kind of doubt it because okay. my next song is by an artist I'm not sure you are too into, but I absolutely love. It's I'm Your Doll by FKA Twigs. Oh, you love her. Oh my gosh. I know her because you're obsessed with her. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to listen. I'm the only one I'm your doll I'm 
Oh yeah, this totally fits our theme. So she had this whole project called Melissa that she came out with a big long video for. And this is one of the songs within that. She has this ability to just sound kind of eerie and creepy with her tone and music. But this song, if you listen to the lyrics, is so creepy because she's talking about being so possessive in love where she doesn't want them to talk to any other girls. And the result of that is like, oh, you know what? I can just be your doll. Just wind oh. me up and use me. I'm your doll. So creepy to me. Oh, dang. The video is so creepy. <laughs> the video is extra creepy. If anyone listening has a chance to go listen to FKA Twigs, Melissa, the whole video, but this is one song in it. The whole video is pretty great. I love this pick. I was reading about this and she wrote this when she was young, like around 18 and didn't release it until many years later when she was kind of more mature to look back at the lyrics and turn it into something else. She says when she was 18, this is what she thought love was. And now when she released this song, it's more like a statement on this kind of love instead of glorifying this kind of love. I get that. Yeah. All right. Well, that was mine. Excellent choice. Okay. My next choice is one that I didn't think you would pick. This is one I found on my own. It's by the singer Hosier. Is that how you pronounce his name? Hosier? Hosier? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> God, I need to Google how to- No, let's go for it. Don't look it up. How to pronounce Hosier. <laughs> I'm doing it. Hosier. Is it more blurred? I'm listening Hosier. to him pronouncing his own voice right now. Let's see. Okay. Please tell us how to pronounce your last name properly. Hosier. 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 He said like, Hosier. More Hosey. Hosier. Let me listen again. Like, my hose is Hosier than yours. It's so much Hosier than yours. Hosier. Oh, you're right. Hosier. So he's more Hosey. He's just Hosier. My next suggestion is a song by Hosier. The song is called In a Week. It's a duet with another singer named Karen Cowley. If you just have it on in the background and you're not paying attention, it's a really beautiful duet. Mm -hmm. But then if you really stop to listen to the lyrics, you're going to do a double take because the song is about two people who love each other very much. So much that they lie down together in a field in the grass forever. And by forever, I mean Literally forever. <laughs> oh, God. The song goes into detail about what happens to their bodies after they've been lying there for days and weeks and forever. I've never listened to it, so let me get into it. I have never known hunger like these insects that feast on yeah, just from the very start, insects that feast on me. Yes, insects feast on them, their bodies freeze, it thaws, they become the flowers, <gasps> they become two corpses together. Have made their claim I'd be home with you 
this is a great example of creepy towing the line of like romantic where it's a terminal romance right it's a sort of (laughs) love that can only be described by being so creepy that you want to die Mm -hmm. oh wow i've never heard this this is an extra creepy song but it's also really pretty right yeah like it's a really beautiful song Similar to Katie Malua's song, I think it works in that way where yes. if you just weren't listening, you'd think, oh, what a pleasant song. I want to put this on my happy romantic playlist. Exactly. That's the vibe I'm going for here. <laughs> this is a good one. I might want to listen to this song again later. This is pretty good. Honestly, it works in any acoustic love songs playlist. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. That's my second entry. Love it. My second entry is Haunted by Beyonce. Love it. Oh my gosh. I'm kicking myself for not picking this. First off, this era, Beyonce, is probably still my favorite era. I agree. The whole visual album thing. All Me of the too. songs in this album were just, ugh, just so good. That's the way it makes me feel, too. Ugh, so good. <laughs> 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 but this song in particular, coming from, you know, both of us loving dark pop, hearing this song from Beyonce was so exciting. Yes. And Particularly because it's from Beyonce and it's not Absolutely. her typical style. Yes. And the creepiness from the song comes from two sides. It's the the instrumental just is this creepy um, and is a haunting sound. It's all about the, the baseline. Lyrics. It's all about the baseline and that echo that happens. But then the lyrics, when you listen to it, it's almost like they're stalking each other. Like they're both in love with each other, but they're just doing it from a distance, stalking each other, kind of haunting each other. Yes. It's so good. The bedrooms are runway. Slap me. I'm picked at the doorway. Kiss. Bite. My haunted lungs. Ghost in the sheets. I know if I'm haunting you, you must be haunting me. My wicked tongue. But I mean, it's Beyonce. Right. I didn't hear it as two people stalking each other. I think of it as a different perspective. For me, it's like two people that just can't stop thinking about each other. Yeah, I can also see that perspective of it. You can either think it's literally them haunting each other or like mentally haunting each other. But man, even the music video for this is just mm, The music video, golden. they right, they really leaned into the creepy, which I love. Again, it's not Beyonce's typical style. At this time, people need to remember back before Beyonce did this album, this was not Beyonce then. No, This was not her. And she said, you know, I can be in any space. I can do anything. Watch me. She did. And we saw her on tour and she sang this, right? We saw her live. Yeah. God, that concert was amazing. It's like one of my favorites. Yeah. It was a good concert. All right. Well, like I said, I feel like it's cheating because it's Beyonce, but that's my number two. Not cheating at all. That actually fits perfectly in our theme. So I fully agree. In fact, the fact that I didn't remember it when I was making my list kind of frustrates me. But I'm (laughs) glad you picked it. Okay, my last song is another one that I thought that you might pick. 
And this song is one that we both love when we were about college age. It's by Natalia Kills, and the song is called Zombie. I just want to say I took this off my list because I was like, oh, Aaron's definitely going to have it. So and I did. I can just pick a different song. <laughs> you were right. Here's the thing about Natalia Kills. She has actually since been canceled. I think this song came out around 2010 and then she was then and still remains relatively unknown. Yeah, she's almost in one hit wonder category to me. She was relatively unknown then, but she somehow ended up being one of the hosts of Australia's Got Talent. No, I think it was X Factor. Let me Google it. The one X of those Factor. Shows. She actually ended up being one of the hosts for the New Zealand version. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. God knows how she managed that. I don't get it either because she wasn't really necessarily a popular singer at the time this song came out. She's from England and she ended up as one of the judges on New Zealand X Factor. That's when she ended up getting canceled because she and her husband, who's another singer that I had never heard of, right. they were both judges on there. And they ended up roasting a really great guy, a really great singer on there. They roasted him so hard to the point that For it was just bullying. Thing. For his appearance. Which they, they had They roasted no him because he wore a suit. And she accused him of copying her husband's style and literally all this guy's wearing is a tuxedo. It's like a suit. It's a really formal suit or a tux and it has like a skinny tie. And she thought only my husband could wear suits and skinny ties. What I know. In the, the world? whole situation was just really strange. How they ended up on this show, everything. The mystery. But this song is called Zombie, and it's about being in love with someone who's so disconnected. They don't even seem to notice you or pay attention to you. Yeah. My favorite line is when she says, do you want me for my body or do you want me for my brains? Great line. But I do have one problem with something you've already said. Tell the me. song sh should be called Zombie because that's all she says in the song. <laughs> she never says zombie. What a missed opportunity. Was this pre-Bay? I think it very well may have been pre-Bay. I love this song so much though. It's a great pop song and I actually wish that it had been performed by another more popular artist so that more people would know about it because it, you know, you and I, we love pop pop music and this is a fantastic pop song it's a shame this one is kind of faded to obscurity but the song is just so good it's right in our niche isn't it love it i'm loving that i didn't put that on my list because i really knew i even told martin my partner i was like well i could bring natalia kills zombie but i think aaron's <laughs> probably just gonna do that one so i'll pick up something else that was smart so now it's time for your replacement since we both okay, picked here's katie my replacement, malua and i think it's a pretty good replacement uh we've talked about her once already on here but this song is very creepy when you listen to it it's howl by florence and the machine it's another one about loving someone so deeply and being kind of drunk in love that you become this beast Honey. oh i love 
love it already. It's another example of if you weren't really listening and you just got into the hook of screaming howl, it felt like really uplifting and stuff. And I guess it is kind of not exactly a downer song, but the lyrics are just about being way too in love. You know, Florence and the Machine is more your thing rather than mine because mm -hmm. indie pop is kind of your area. Yeah, but like alt pop, indie pop, definitely my vibe. <laughs> yes, this is the second example of a Florence and the Machine song where I've thought, wow, this is sexy. <laughs> this album of hers is great. Any album of hers, truly. But so that was my replacement pick. And I would even argue, we haven't gotten to the debate section yet, but I would actually argue that this song is less creepy and more thematic. Yeah, that's why it wasn't originally on my list, because the creep factor I had a hard time with placing on this one. It's more werewolf themed. It's more kind of monstery themed, but I think the creepiness for me comes from the creepiness of love doing this to you. Can I say, I think someone suggested to me a different Florence and the Machine's song for this theme can i guess what it is yes you know, i was about to say i want you to guess it is it blinding no <laughs> oh god she has so many creepy songs is it my boy builds coffins it was kiss with a fist oh okay i went through this route with kiss with a fist controversial song to begin with right it's not creepy because it's just talking about kind of domestic abuse Basically. On the surface. But I believe she has come out and said she didn't write it from the idea of domestic abuse. She wrote it of like just a bad relationship where they weren't good for each other. So maybe the kiss with a fist wasn't literal, but it was like our love is kind of not on the same wavelength and we're kind of hurting each other instead of helping each other. So it's a metaphorical smashing of a play over the head. Yes, but if you listen to it just <laughs> on the surface, it, it pretty much just sounds literally like domestic domestic abuse right but I, to me that's not creepy that's more just sad and terrible hey before we get into the final debate i need to do a small shout out for kim petrus's turn off the light project which is just a compilation of basically horror songs that cool. kind of some of them kind of fit into this but a lot of them aren't about love a lot of them are just about murdering someone what <laughs> <laughs> yes yes literally If you're into dark pop or dark dance or anything like that, this album is it. It is so good. I tried to like shoehorn one of her songs into here, but I took it off my list ultimately. But I just wanted to turn everyone on to that. Can I say that when I saw you put some notes about Kim Petras in our show notes, I 
was sneaky and I went ahead and Googled it to try to understand what you were going to talk about. And I figured out she has like a Halloween themed or horror themed album. Uh And I went and listened to a couple of the songs and I really liked it. And they're so good. I want you to visualize. I've got my hands on my hips right now. And why didn't you like force Kim Petras on to me? This is my jam. I don't know. I guess I was just hoping you would find her naturally on your own journey. No, no. She is so good. Yeah, I'm going to be adding her to my playlist this week because it's dance pop. Plus it's horror themed. I love it. Do yourself a favor and go watch the music video for Icy. Okay, I will do it. I'll forget, but I'll do it eventually. (laughs) I'll remind you. All right, well... How in the world are we going to make five out of these? Okay, well, Katie Malua, I'd Love to Kill You, has to be on the list. We both picked it. That's high for me because I also picked it. Here's where I'm standing right now. I love that song. Katie Malua, I'd Love to Kill You, is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. ever. But I think that Hosier's song, In a Week, is creepier as far as creep factor. Okay, I'm with you there, because they literally are rotting away together. Again, Zombie by Natalia Kiels. Love it so much. It's one of my favorite songs ever. It's just a good pop song. I don't know that it's actually creepy. I think it's, like I said, horror-themed. Mm-hmm. It kind of suffers from the same thing Howl does, where it's kind of creepy, but it's not like the lovely creepy like these other songs. It's more horror, like you said. Well, so where does that leave us? Are you thinking of if we were to kick one of these, are we thinking it's zombie or howl? So zombie versus howl. To me, the answer is clear. You want to kick howl? Yeah, I want to kick Howl. Oh, yes. Okay, it's not one I of love mine. zombie. Zombie means so much to both of us. I <laughs> want it to remain on the list. It's just such a good pop song. It is. It's a bit like we're judging a competition and zombie is like our relative that we can't kick it and also go to Thanksgiving and look everyone in the face. What are you talking about? I don't get that at all. <laughs> Oh my god. It's our baby. It's our song that we love, that we preach to everyone. How can we kick it from this list? All right, so we're removing Howl. We're keeping our baby, Zombie. Number five sound okay for that since it's eh, ish a creepy song? Okay, yes. Let's go ahead and do Zombie number five. Okay. We both agree on so many of these songs. This is really hard because this is our genre, I think. (laughs) Yes. Haunted by Beyonce. The video, super creepy. Don't the know song. that the lyrics are actually that creepy. But the now the music, music is. The music of it is. But I, I'll give you that the lyrics, kind of creepy, not way up there. Do you think I'm Your Doll by FKA Twigs was creepier than I do. Haunted? I really think it was creepier. I agree. Are we saying Haunted number four? Are we going to get hate mail for making a list and Beyonce's not number one on it? I hope so. Yeah, same. <laughs> and then FKA Twigs number three agreed two and one i get your point about hosier it's literally decomposing corpses together (laughs) (laughs) but for the two of us this katie malua song we both love it it has to be number one it has to be number one it's creepy and it's an actually good song well they both are but since you and i are the judges of course we're gonna vote our favorite song number one yeah okay so that's it hosier number two and Katie Malua. I'd love to kill you. Yes. 
So our top five choices for creepy love songs this week are number five, Zombie by Natalia Kills. Number four, Haunted by Beyonce. Number three, FKA Twigs, I'm Your Doll. Number two, In a Week by Hosier. And number one, I'd Love to Kill You by Katie Malua. Yay! You and your Cause you don't have power over me And when you're awake I'm undone under your spell In This list feels right. Yes. So as always, we are going to have a Spotify playlist available of the songs that we mentioned today. Yep, just check the show notes. Check the show notes. And actually, for reasons I'm about to mention, I'm thinking of having like a secondary Spotify playlist because boy, did people have a lot to say about this topic. (laughs) I say they can all belong on one. Speaking of, did you hear that? Oh, the noise? That is the sound of an overabundance of (laughs) listener mail and comments. about this topic. I wanted to go ahead and fit everything in because sadly, there are too many love songs that exist that are creepy. Yeah, what's wrong with us? A couple of these songs just didn't age well, by the way. (laughs) Well, yeah, I can easily see that. Okay, our first listener suggestion comes from Emily and she mentioned to me, You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Oh. You're beautiful. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, it's true. I saw your I never face. considered it to be creepy, but Isn't as it, it turns out- Isn't a really out, popular wedding song? Oh God, it was enormously popular the year it came out. This was in 2004. It is about a man, James Blunt, falling completely in love with a woman that he saw on the subway. <laughs> That's it? And she's with another man. She's with like her man on the subway. Mr. Blunt, what's wrong with you? I know. He's like, she was with another man, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over that because I've got a plan. What? (laughs) To kidnap her? What's the plan? And actually at the end, the lyrics come around and say, you know, I need to face the truth. I'm never going to be with you. But the fact remains that this is an entire love song for a woman that he just saw passing by. Yeah. Okay. That's creepy for me. Well, if you're the woman on the subway, you'd be creeped out, wouldn't you? Yes. (laughs) Excellent choice. Man, yeah. Great choice, Emily. This is going to surprise you, but I loved her suggestion. She also mentioned Baby One More Time. And Mm. I asked her, I said, wait, to you, what is creepy about Baby One More Time? And she wrote it so well. She said, she's so lonely that she will take any form of attention she can get, even if it's negative attention or violence. It's like the notion that starving people will eat anything. She's so starved for love and she'll accept a violent one. Oh man isn't that a really good interpretation that's a great take of that song it is a really good take and I never would have picked that in a million years it also doesn't help that she's super young and dressed as a little schoolgirl in the video that's another element yes Ashley, our friend Ashley, that's at FEC. I'll mm-hmm. make sure to retweet her or share her somewhere on our socials. She suggested a song by Kimbra, which Ooh. I had never heard, but it's called Settle Down. Settle down. I want to settle down. Won't you settle down with me? Settle down. 
Kimbra so much. Seen her live over here did, in Tokyo. Yeah. I knew you it's saw her live, song. but I didn't know that it was in Tokyo. So she explained it to me because I hadn't heard this song. First of all, if you watch the video, it's super creepy because the girls in the video are little girls. They're like mm-hmm. young children mm-hmm. living out adult lives with a mannequin. Yeah. Who's like their fantasy man. She said she loves the Kimbra song and the video makes it so much creepier. The woman just wants a cookie cutter Ken doll to marry and just call it love. And she's desperate to marry anyone and he's slipping from her grasp. The video yeah. is full of dolls and that just makes it so much creepier. Yeah, I agree. It's another situation of those desperation leads you to this creepy area. So that was settled down by Kimbra. Excellent suggestion. Okay, again, I said we have a lot of suggestions on this topic. Speed round, lightning round. Let's go. The next one is one that I actually had as a runner-up and Nikki suggested Across the Sea by Weezer. about a guy who is in love with a young 18-year-old girl. She lives in Japan. She is a fan of him. She heard him on the radio. And she wrote letters to him, like love letters. He says he sniffs and licks her envelope. And he falls to pieces. There's so many things wrong with this. He wonders what clothes she wears to school and how she decorates her room (gasps) and how she touches herself. Uh, He wrote this when he was in his 20s, I think. Let me double check that. How dare he? Fact check that. There's so many things wrong with everything you just said. (laughs) Okay, so let's do the math. He is 51. So how old was he in 1994? Are you doing the math? Because I'm not. I am. That was 27 years ago, so 57 minus, wait, 51 minus 27. He was 24, so yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. It's very creepy. Well, excellent excellent example, Nikki. Nikki. That was one of my shortlist items, actually. I would have never thought of that song. Then Sierra had a really good suggestion. It was something that I never knew about. Um, so the song in itself is not creepy. It's Hey There Delilah by the Plain White Tees. Oh, man. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty. Yes, you do. Times Square can shine as bright as you. I swear it's true. It sounds sweet. It sounds just like, you know, we're long distance relationship right now, but we're there for each other kind of thing. Here's the thing. The song in itself is not creepy, but there's a backstory to this song that's really cringy. The song Hey There Delilah is about an actual woman named Delilah. Shocking. And the song came out in 2006. It was all over the radio that year and the next and the next. It was a (laughs) really huge song. The thing about this song is Delilah was a real person who had a boyfriend and she didn't appreciate the song being written about her. (gasps) 
Yes. So he wrote a song with her real name about her, obviously about her, and didn't get her permission or anything. He just put it out. So the lead singer, Tom Higginson, wrote the lyrics. And when he first met her, somehow, I don't remember how, he told her that he had written a song about her, which was not true. He did it as like a pickup line, like, hey, Delilah, I've written a song about you. <laughs> but he had Creepy it. in itself. And he told her that and she's like, I have a boyfriend and she loved her boyfriend. She wasn't interested in him. According to her, this is the impact. These are quotes from her. This is the impact that the song had on her life. When I'm at the gym, hey there, Delilah is playing. When I'm at the <sighs> pool, it's playing. Part of me wants to scream at the top of my lungs that it's about me, but another part just wants to cower and say, it's not about me. Then she said, I was nervous that I'd actually let their fans down. They would be disappointed to hear I have a boyfriend. Every girl would want a song written about them and they would think I was ungrateful and rude to deny Tom. I felt pressure to live up to those expectations. This song literally haunted her. Wow. I completely understand what she's saying of like she feels that she can't say the truth because people expect this to be some beautiful love story and that's not fair to her. That's not her responsibility. He should be the one to be like oh you know what I was just I was just obsessed with her. We don't even know each other. And it's unwanted attention that she didn't ask for. Yeah, not fair to her at all. Man, that would suck so badly to just be haunted by this song that overtly mentions you and you know that it's about you, but you hate. That's why I think it's such a great suggestion because I I wouldn't have known it. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, so those are the suggestions we got about this week's episode. And they're all great suggestions. Thank you guys Ones I would have never thought of. I know. We have another piece of mail about misheard lyrics from episode three. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So Guillaume called in with a message about some misheard lyrics that he heard when he was a kid. And since neither of us speak French, we'll just let Guillaume describe it for you. The first one dates from when I was like maybe eight or nine years old. And the song is from Prince, The Bat Dance. So it's from this Batman movie music. Somewhere in the beginning of the song, Prince is yelling, Get the fuck up! And (laughs) for this huge amount of time, I was so sure, and me and my brother was so sure that he was saying, Quatre heures moins quart, which in French means quarter to four. So it made sense to us that just this part of the song was in French, even though the rest of the song we knew it was in some other language but i guess it made our dad laugh so much that he never told us another one that guillaume said i think it's a classic it's beck's loser there's a part where he says soy un perdedor i'm a loser and i can easily see how people would think it was soy un predator or predator which is pretty funny it's It's pretty pretty funny funny. it works it kind of works in the song both of those are from guillaume thank you so much for calling in Yes, thank you. And by the way, if you want to leave us a voice message, you can dial the number 347-946-0176 and give us your thoughts on another suggestion that you wish we would have included. And maybe we'll play your clip. Yeah. And our last listener comment this week is from Stacy. This was for episode two, favorite remixes. And she wrote that her favorite is Africa by Weezer. That's actually not a remix. It's a remake. But nonetheless, wait, it's so weird. We just had a, we just included Weezer in this episode. Isn't that weird? 
Double Double Weezer. Yeah, that was a song from 1994, and this is a song from a couple years ago, but it's their <laughs> cover of Africa, so it's actually a remake, but man, I love their version. It's a great version. love that song actually despite everything we've just said about Weezer so thank you for the suggestion thank you so much for taking the time to email us by the way what is our email hits don't lie pod at gmail.com yeah we love hearing from everyone if you have your own songs that you would like to mention for coming up categories or previous themes you can email us at hits don't lie pod at gmail.com you can also get in contact with us through instagram or twitter at hits don't lie pod Follow us anywhere that you have social media. We even have a Facebook. So it's my turn to pick the next topic. I'm too excited already. I want us to get a little vulnerable. I want us to be real honest in this next Uh one. The next topic is guilty pleasures. Oh, no. What is the song that when you're alone in your car, you turn up and yell every lyric, but if someone else were in there, maybe you would just tap your fingers on the steering wheel. What is the song that you have in every single personal playlist that you repeat multiple times just so you can hear it over? But if you were burning a CD from someone, you would have left it off. I want the truth. I have songs that are such guilty pleasures. I won't even name the artist. (laughs) I'm going to know if you're lying, Erin. I'm going to know if you just bring some songs that I've heard you listen to publicly. All right. I'm nervous about that. I'm going to have to think about that a little bit more because I'm such a big pop fan that, I mean, all of it could be a guilty pleasure to some people. (laughs) It's just straight up pop music. So I'm going to enjoy spending time thinking about what actually makes a song guilty to me. Good suggestion. All right. Great. Also, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate you leaving a rating of five stars, maybe. Uh, It would really help us out. Yes, it would help us so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this, by the way, and you're not one of us two or our relatives, thank you. Yeah, you're a real one. And we hope to see you again next time for Guilty Pleasures. Yep. See you then. Bye. Bye.